Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to the Believe in Badgers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Once again, I'm Matt Perkins, joined, as always, by Badger legend, the Hebrew hammer himself, Matt Bernstein. Bernie, it's a big day on the podcast. How are we doing? It's a big day. I thought of who would be the most unique human beings that have their hands in part of the program that nobody would actually know about, and Dan Slattery is one of those people who do something so unique that I think nobody really knows what they do. So I'm so happy and so excited, uh, Dan, to have you on and to share kind of like your responsibilities and how cool you are behind the scenes. Uh, it's 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 interesting. It's a lot of work. Um, <laughs> well, for gotta be, you gotta be in a certain place at certain times, you know. Uh, before we get into anything, want to remind you guys that we are presented by BetOnline.ag, where they remain your number one source for all of your online sports wagering needs. You name it, they've got it over there at BetOnline. NBA playoffs in full swing, as are the NHL playoffs. Always some good UFC, boxing, bath, baseball, I mean, casino games, card games. It's all over there at BetOnline.ag. So head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. Bet online where the game starts. Wait, so let's tell people what you do because I don't think anyone, if you're not watching, Dan is driving a 18-wheeler, it looks like, and speaking to us. Dan drives yes. the equipment from, from the stadium to whatever stadium the Badgers are playing at that week. Um, so, and I think Dan just parked an 18-wheeler on camera, and it yep. looked perfect to us. Um, and he's still doing it, man. This is he's, so cool. We, we've had guys in golf carts before, but this is our first 18-wheeler, 18 Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're beasts sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so how so first of all how long have you been driving for the Badgers Dan about 11 years 11 I started years. I started the same same uh, year Jeremy did oh excellent so uh Jeremy Emerson he's a he's a guy that I go through for everything but yeah so I think he's been there 11 this is going on my 12th year wow what uh what so so let me this is what I remember from the people who would, uh, the one guy who would drive the truck on, was it Thursday or was it Friday at night? They would drop all, so all the equipment goes in your travel bag and you bring it up to the truck and they put it on the truck. Yep. Dan, is that yep. Friday afternoon? Uh, no, it'd be Thursday. Yeah, it's, it's Thursday, be Thursday afternoon. because you're not going to get to the stadium from Friday afternoon to Saturday morning. That makes sense. So, no, because uh, we get to be. We got to be at the stadium before that. We have to be at the stadium Friday morning to unload there and to uh, start setting up. 
So Dan, wait, so you, so all the equipment, uh, you're talking about 65 guys who travel and other stuff. I'm, you know, all the, I don't know, all the stuff the trainers need, everything goes in this 18 wheeler. Yep. And Dan, your responsibility is to drive it from Camp Randall to let's say Penn State or yep. Iowa or wherever we're playing away. Wherever. How cool is that for you? It's interesting. Uh, you'll get a lot of uh, fans that like you and some that don't, but <laughs> that's life. Uh, it's pretty interesting because uh, normally, normally we load right at the stadium and then uh, we go to the hotel after that, wherever we're playing, like Iowa. We go to the hotel. We offload at the hotel that, that at night or the next morning, Friday morning, before we go to the stadium. So I get there. We used to leave Friday or Thursday morning at around 11. But now they changed uh, practice time. So now it'll be like Thursday afternoon. So I'll still make Thursday night down there. And I do have another guy that goes with me. So he can uh, help drive and stuff. So it's uh, oh, so, so by the time so we get down there, two... we unload. So there are two, two guys who can drive the truck and yep. you alternate so you can make it from point, you know, Camp Randall to wherever the destination is. Yep. Yeah, because it, it, you've got a sleeper cab there, it appears. So you can... Uh, yeah, there's, it's a double bunk. So what is the longest trip you've had to make? I assume the Rose Bowl? Yep. San Diego and the Rose Bowl. So what been are the both? So what are those drives like? How long do you how long ahead of time are you leaving from Madison to get out to Pasadena or to San Diego? Quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta leave quite a bit. Uh, they are uh, it's it's a long way out there. I've done how long it does a trip like that usually take? Oh you're talking You are talking e miles, so it takes takes quite a few. It's probably thirty thirty two hours to go out there straight, if not more. And then I, like, I, I have to assume like you love this. Yeah, I do. I enjoy it. It's like How having a what? second family. <laughs> How long have you been driving? <laughs> I'm going on probably about 36 years of driving out here on the road. And have you always been based in Wisconsin? Yeah. No. I was actually out in Montana for a little while. For about two years. I was based out of there. So, so Dan, how does one become the driver for all the equipment, the Wisconsin Badger 18-wheeler? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my boss, she went to college down there, and uh, she knows a lot of people down there. So when we first started up, probably about 11 years ago, she asked me if I would be considering to do the football stuff. And I go, well, yeah, that sounds kind of interesting. And it was a little high havoc at first, but once I got into the routine of it, I love it. So you pick up the stuff Thursday afternoon. You might drive 
as you guys, you and your partner drive as far, pretty much, you pretty much drive the whole time. You get, you go right to the hotel and you, what do you offload at the hotel? Uh, they got some, uh, players, uh, some of the medical equipment to offload there so they can practice or, uh, stretch Do out treatment. and stuff there. Mm. Yeah. And treatment and, uh, offload the Gatorade and water, some of it. And then, uh, like their snacky stuff. And then, uh, after that, we just pretty much veg, go to bed, get up, leave by a quarter to nine, nine o'clock the next morning and go to the stadium to offload on Friday. And so are you, who's helping you? It's, it's not just you and your partner Mark, offloading. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy and Sam, they got a crew. Okay. That they, uh, actually really help. There's like probably 11 kids. Yeah. It's a lot uh, of the student assistants, right? Yeah. When we're offloading and loading and all that stuff, you know, it's, it's students that are helping. Trainers. So they, are, are you, I don't remember... You're not in the locker room during the games, but you're at the games. I'm right on the field for the games because they give me the pass to go on the field. That's but awesome. I can go. To, I I can go to the locker room, but I don't want the teams in there. But if the teams in there, I don't go to the locker room. So what? Which what's is, the? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What's the? What's the after game situation like? Like, how is it a huge rush to get out? Oh yeah. <laughs> so can you just explain like what that looks like? That can be I'll wait and pull them to all when we're done. When you get them out. Um it's kind of a it's it's fast pacey, fast paced move where you're trying to get the team in and get showered and get them out. And I'm trying to load and get everything back on. And then the player's bags got to go on and all that stuff. But yeah, it's, it's usually I can, right now I got it down to the science where I can actually be out and leaving about the same time the team does. That's wow. how fast we're moving. And that's you guys are getting. That's everything off the field. They're all of their. Uh, totes, whatever goes in the trailer, it's it's back on the trailer. We're gone. What is the and, hardest uh, stuff to get loaded in and out? What is like the what what's the what's the biggest obstacle every time? Uh, probably going like Nebraska. We got to push them away along, you know, the carts a long way to go down to the field or to the locker room because it's it's a jaunt and. Mm -hmm. Like Purdue, you got to go down a hill and then back up a hill. Then to the trailer. That's the biggest obstacle in getting everything, you know, back in the trailer. And it depends on where you're at. You know, if you're ways, ways away from the field, then that's going to take a while. Like, I think it's in Maryland. We have to actually have a pickup with a flatbed, bring us the stuff, and then we load it up in the, up in the trailer. Well, that's kind of consuming too. What's the toughest stadium to get in and out of? <laughs> As in getting into when nobody's around or getting out after the game? Both. Both. 
Well, toughest one I've been into is probably, I would say, probably uh, Maryland. Because that's like a little snake trail. It takes their driver 10 minutes. It took me 12. And the team that was there, the last time we were out there, the team that was out there before us took them two hours. <laughs> and usually, say, for example, Illinois. If I do it right, I can be out with the team and they escort me right out. With the cops and everything. So that's pretty easy. Iowa. If I don't get in with the escort, it takes a while for me to get out of here. Okay. <laughs> Just because of all the fans, because of like the fans, way the, ro traffic, the roads are set up. Yeah, you know, the roads, traffic, fans. But they, there's a lot of them that don't like us. Who's the, <laughs> what fan base is most likely to, uh, to, to try to start some stuff or, or uh, gets most into it with you guys? Nebraska. Yeah, sounds about right. Sounds about right. <laughs> Dan, do you have a, a like a favorite place you stop on the road to different places? My favorite place? Yeah. Yeah. Usually I don't stop anywhere, not unless I need fuel. <laughs> so you guys just have sandwiches in the truck and you just drive the whole way? Well, like in the truck stops, if you stop and get fuel, they got like hot dogs, brats, and all that stuff on a cooker, so you just grab something. Yep. Once in a while, we'll stop and just go in and eat, you know, or mm -hmm. take a shower. Depends on how long the road trip is. Normally, like, Iowa, we'll leave around 11, quarter after 11, normally. We're down there by 2.30, 3 o'clock. Uh -huh. So we offload at the hotel, you know, and I park the truck, and we go and eat. And so we get the rest of the night off, so, which is kind of nice. But then we could go do whatever, and you know, go eat, go do this, go do that. And then the next morning, you know, get up and go to the stadium around nine and then come back. You know, we, I leave everything right there in the truck trailer right at the stadium because it's easier for me. Uh -huh. And I know, I know the security there and it's going to be safe. Nobody else screw with it. And, uh, and it seems safe. It's probably my knee and everybody else. Well, then we just ride the bus back or whatever. And that's how we get back and forth between, between the stadium and the bus, you know. So it works out really good. Dan, I got a question. We yes. are, are not this year. Next year, we have UCLA and USC joining. So I'm assuming we'll uh -huh. be playing some games on the West Coast. What is your yep. thought about those guys joining? And your kind of responsibility to probably get out there for maybe a game a year. No different than the first away game this coming year. Washington. Well, I guess that's true. Well, so what's that like for you? It's a, it's a new place. Like, yeah, how, I don't, how do you know how to go? Is it GPS? Like, what do you, what do you do? Well, I've been off. I've been driving so much that I kind of know where some of the places are and where I can and can't go. But... It's just times. I mean, it's a lot of driving, and it'll be tiring because even one of us, you know, we drive out right now. We drive by ourselves. I tell pitball students I'm drunk, and then my partner and me we drive uh, together. 
but it's it's harder to get some sleep in there when you're not used to that. But you still it, can get some sleep, which is it's all right. I mean, you just take your ten hour break in there, or, and you just swap back out. But yeah, it's 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 tiring, but it's it's all right. I like How long it. have you guys been driving together? Uh, Mark Bailey, I've known most of my life. Uh, we've been driving two, going on our third year together now. So, so like then, how, yeah, well, I was going to say, like, how, how do you even get into truck driving in the first place? You grew up in Wisconsin. Like, how do you get into to driving big rigs in the first place? And then on top of that, like, were you, are you, were you a Wisconsin fan before you got this job? Yeah. Yeah. I lived out. I, I was, I was born in Nebraska. And six months, six months, we, I was six months old and we moved to Wisconsin. I've been in Wisconsin forever since. And, uh, I just, I liked the trucks back then. Started driving. And I have a point sense. I love so that. It's, it's pretty cool. That is so cool. Wait, I have to go back to Washington. Do you guys, are you going to leave on like a Wednesday? Is it a Thursday leave still? No, What's we're going to, no, we're going to leave Wednesday. Man, that is so crazy. Leave at 11 o'clock because I got, I got Jeremy set it up to get me out of there around 11. We were going to do it in the afternoon, but I says, ah, oh, that's gotten really too close. So we're going to leave Wednesday around 11. And what, and what are the rules? Like you, you can drive eight hours, your partner can drive eight hours, and then you have to take a 10 hour break. No, you can drive, you can drive up to 11, then you got to take a 10 hour break. You can work up to 14 a day, but you only can drive 11. Got and it. So you can drive eleven, and then your partner can drive can eleven. You can drive eleven. Yep. And, and then you have to, and then both of you have to take a ten hour, or is your ten hour included in his eleven hours? He, my ten will be included in his eleven. So, so while he's really driving, I'm switch. doing my ten up. Wow. So you guys can really switch back and forth. It's not like sitting in the co-pilot seat is. That's a break. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's we can switch, but it, it does. It does eat up on your on your log so you're better off driving your straight 11 and mm -hmm. let the other guy sleep for 10 and then continue on that way because otherwise you're crossing each other and it, it really puts just bind on you so you're better off just driving 11 and then letting the other guy drive 11 and then if there's any know. extra time that you need then the next guy the person that started can finish it off so i so gotta know, have a got fresh 11. Have you guys ever broken down, or have you ever broken down with yes, with, with the equipment? Tell, talk to us about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were on our way to California, and I had two trucks and four drivers, and the other truck broke down. Well, we nursed it down into Oklahoma. We got it down there, and I called them up and I said, "This is what's going on. This is what I need." When you get me in, yep, we can get you in as soon as we get here. And then they turn around and they go, wait a minute, this is Wisconsin football? I said, yes. I said, I need it going because I got to be on telephone at a certain time, so I need it done. Not a problem. I got this. Got me in, got it fixed. We all four of us all buddied in. Otherwise, I was going to change the other trailer with me because that one had all the luggage on it. So we were going to but we're going to bowl getting out there. So we uh got it going and we made it. It was late, but 
we made it the next day, so it worked out good. Wait, so I have, I have two more questions. Do yeah. you and your partner ever fight about who's driving into the stadium or into the city? No, you do. Nope. You guys just don't care. And uh, and um, <laughs> you're always, it's always you. It's always, it's always you. you. There's no fighting. <laughs> that uh, to no, me, that no would fight. be so thrilling to like pull into the city, pull into the town, pull into you know the college campus. I don't. It just yeah. seems like it would be so cool. Um, my last question is: You've seen some amazing games, and you've been on the field for seems like a majority of them. Any yeah. any of them stick out? Any players stick out? Any games stick out that you're like, man, this was really cool that I was on the field, or I I I took all the you know equipment from point A to point B. We were in Indianapolis. I think we were at the Big Town Championship, and. That game, that's when Monty Ball was a running back. And, and I think Corey Clement was behind him or some. Yeah, I think Corey Clement was behind him. And, uh, yeah, $18. <laughs> uh, he, Monty Ball made, made a touchdown, and that was record breaking or something like that. And, uh, he come out the field and, we did the high five and the man hug, and they put it on ESPN. That's awesome. And that was that was cool for me. And then uh, Melvin Gordon, we were on San Diego. That's when he was playing for them. He was walking up the tunnel, and I was walking down to the tunnel with a trailer, and he recognized me, and he come out of nowhere and gave me the biggest hug I've ever had in my life, and he wouldn't let me go. But, yeah, that was pretty cool. And for, for that to happen, and this last year we were down in Phoenix, and uh, Corey Clement showed up. Yeah, I think Corey Clement showed up there, and out of the club, I didn't even recognize him. And that that one stood out too. Where these running backs and and G and uh, some of these guys, we were the one time we were down in, uh, I think it was Michigan. And Bart Houston was a quarterback. Him and Stadio were going back and forth. And Houston was throwing back and forth, warming up his arm. And all of a sudden, the ball went flying right across in front of my nose. <laughs> and I just happened to look down at him, and he just laughed. I mean, he was laughing so hard because he knew it. And I just shook my head at him. But that, <laughs> them, them things there, they, they stand out on me. And these guys, because a few years ago, I got hurt real bad where nobody thought I was going to make it back. I bounced back. I made it. And uh, um, a lot of the, like Jeremy and a lot of those guys and TJ and all those guys down there, they they were concerned. They didn't think I was going to come back. But I came back and um, I had a lot of guys down there. A lot of the kids would text me or call me and when I was in the hospital, they all say, hey, you're doing all right? Yeah, yep, I'm doing okay, so. Yeah, it, it makes things like that stand out to me. It made a lot, a lot of, a lot of heartache there for me, where these guys just—they really care. Everybody knows. That is so, such. That is yeah, so cool was, to hear. Well, yeah, Ernie, I'm I mean, sure that you you love it extra that it's the running backs who care the most. I mean, obviously, but it, it it's also like it, you're part of the team. Like I always knew yeah. how special the truck drivers were. Because they would, you think about like you're putting your bag on this truck and you have to trust this, you know, like 
All my my biggest thing, I wanted my mouthpiece there. My mouthpiece wasn't in my bag. It, I, I, oh, I would freak out. So I would go back and forth from the truck and open the bag like a like I was had OCD to make sure the mouthpiece. So the only thing I needed, yep. I didn't need anything else. But my mouthpiece, yep. I needed for some odd reason. It was just that thing. We were trusting someone to take like all your stuff that you need to play a football game in, like and be on TV and to and drive like you just see it drive away, and that it always appears yeah. and everything was there and it it all. To me, it never went. It it went off without a hitch, and yeah. uh, I think it's a testament to to you guys. And it was just so cool. And so when we were talking about like unique individuals to have, we're like, the guys who drive the truck are so cool. Yeah, and it's oh, it, and, and then I just appreciate you, you know, sharing some time. I I know you're. It looks like you're on the job, so I don't no, want to take I've, up too much more of your time. Oh, he's he's gonna unload me, so it's gonna take a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for those of you who are just listening, by the way, a little while ago. While Dan's talking to us, he just backed a big rig into a loading dock yeah. without missing a beat talking to us. This is this is honestly one of the most impressive things that's ever happened on the podcast. So I got to ask about your cab, though. I assume you own that cab uh, with no, the Wisconsin stuff on it. It's the company truck. It's the company nope. truck. OK, I wasn't sure if that was if that was your cab or if that was the company's. Um, but did the badgers like paint that for you? The company paints that. Nope. Like, how does it get all the all the badgers paraphernalia Abs on it? I had Alliance Trailer make these stickers for me. I put them on because we were taking this one to a bowl game. This oh, isn't wow. the original one, but it is. It is one of them that I do use for bowl games, and I have taken this one to a couple of couple of games. As the other one broke, so I took this one instead. And I do so have cool. another truck. And uh yeah, so if I gotta take two trucks, I take this one and the original football truck, which we do have a brand new truck here, where we just get to get it wrapped and everything. And that that one will be my every daily driver, which I told them guys I'd bring it down and show them when I get it done. Because Right now we're waiting on a wrap and to put some more lights on it and some more chrome. So we'll be, we'll be styled a little bit this year. Nice. So do you Hopefully have like, any relationship with like any of the drivers for any of the other teams, like the Minnesota drivers, the Iowa drivers? Do you know any of those guys? Michigan, Minnesota, I know. Uh, do you guys have a rivalry? Do, know. do you guys have a rivalry? Like, are you guys like, like, talk, are you talking crap on, on, on the radio being like, ha, huh, you, I, you, I see you got caught in that traffic. You know, I got around that. <laughs> yeah. Me and uh, Michigan State guy, I mean, we get along really, really good. And he actually followed me out the last time they were up there. Because I had to bring the truck and trailer right to the stadium for the home games, too. And uh, we tailgate out of it. Boss, my boss, she puts it on, and I just run it, set everything up. and, and uh, But he followed me out the last time he was at our stadium, and... We were talking back and forth on the CV, and you know, some people get it, and some people don't. But yeah, he's—I'm actually really good, pretty good friends with him. We give each other a handshake and a hug, you know, when we see each other and stuff. First time I met him, we switched footballs. I gave him a Wisconsin one; he gave me a Michigan, so that was kind of cool. But most of the guys are really decent. Most of the drivers. Uh, they tell me, look at our stuff when we go and look at their stuff, you know, when I'm at their stadium. So it, it's, it's kind of nice. I mean, we really don't, it's still a rivalry, but we still don't get in each other's faces about it. 
<laughs> I was going to say, how, do you, does any one of these guys have something on their truck that you really wish you had? Uh, not really. I mean, ours, our truck looks really unique. Um, some of them got more lights than what I have, but you know, that's more, more of dealing with, you got to fix it later. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, in case the light goes out, you got to fix it because we got to be looking legal and, you know, and, and looking pretty fancy, but yeah. No, there's pretty much everything of ours match. You know, some of these guys, they come in with uh, rented trailers and they just, like I did here on this truck, you know, I just put stickers on. Ours is a full wrap. Truck will be full wrap. So, yeah, I can't really complain. Other than that, I mean, yeah, you no. Know, it's pretty, pretty stylish. Well, I love but seeing yeah. it. I mean, I love seeing it yeah. too. It's, uh, I hope that I can, uh, cross paths with it or w with you guys at some point on the road, um, <laughs> or, or drive, or drive next on one of my trips up from Nashville to Madison. Um, what is the, what is the destination that you most wish you could get sent to that you haven't been to yet? Where, like, who could the Badgers play that you'd be like, yeah, I want to go there. Alabama. Yeah, well, they're going to be years. playing in a couple of years. Yep, I seen it on the schedule. I mean, I I wouldn't mind going to Hawaii, but we're kind of out of that one. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> Alabama would be cool because I know exactly where that stadium is at. I've been by it several times. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome! Well, listen, if the Bachelor are playing in Alabama, I'm going to be there because that's two and a half hours from my house. So I will absolutely be there in, in, in Alabama. Oh, maybe, yeah. I, maybe I'll check you out in the field there. That would be a lot of fun on the field at Bryant Denny oh, Stadium. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, It'll get that loud. Wouldn't be, that wouldn't be a blast. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we are going to wrap it up here for the day. Dan, we cannot thank you enough for your time. This right. has been a, a treat. This has been an absolute treat. I, uh, you know, thank you so much. That This is, Bernie, this is little, like one of the coolest things we've ever done. No, I know. Dan, thank you. It, it, this is Any so cool. You parked in the truck while on. It is so phenomenal. <laughs> it was at hands-free, so no one get upset. He's got a headset yep. on. But yeah. uh, what a pleasure to watch you work, literally work, and now they're offloading you. I think it's so cool. Um, we really appreciate your time, and I definitely hope we we bump into you sometime this season. Oh, not a problem. I'll be there. I'll be right. Bucks, stay safe. Yes, absolutely. Easy travels. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> stay safe. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the Believe in Badgers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. And until next time, on with Scott. On with Scott. On Wisconsin. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.